God bless you. You are welcome to our last meeting of the Reviver. And um, I believe you came with an expectation. Amen. Oh, can I hear a response that is more encouraging? Tell your neighbor, don't kill the fire. If you have any, don't kill it. Except you don't have one. Amen. And so tonight is the last night. I Perhaps um, a few people who are joining us wants to kill the fire. So don't kill our fire. Amen. We have been on fire, so let's sustain our fire. Amen. If you agree, let's show some gratitude to God. You know, usually when you get to a place for the first time, you are torn between two opinions. You don't really know what is happening. But it has already been happening before you came. So don't be in a wonderland. Don't be wondering what is happening and what will happen. And what is happening or what must happen has already happened and will continue to happen. Amen. But we are excited in the spirit because the Bible says that and God who has begun a good work will bring you to a perfect completion. Amen. I believe that somebody will live here more organized than you came. Okay, more blessed than you came. More anointed than you came. More stronger than you came. More rejoicing than you came. Because there shall surely be a performance. Hallelujah. The revival is still ongoing. Amen. And it's going to continue till Jesus comes. This is just, you know, fanning the flame. So we are just keeping the fire um, till Jesus comes. And once, you know, we, every month we'll be stirring it up. We'll be stirring it up as often as we do the stirring individually in our homes. And then as we come together. But every month we have five days. And every five days we will rekindle the fire. And we will keep ourselves warmer and warmer. And uh, we will keep setting ablaze. And keeping the fire more and more and more aflame than ever before. Amen. And so tell someone by you that we are not quenching this fire. And we are going nowhere. But this fire shall take us to heaven. I believe. I believe. I don't know about you. I believe. Because this is what I call the preparation. And um, is going to help in the second or the advent of Christ. And so this is preparing us. Because if you are not well organized and more spiritual and more on fire, you will miss the rapture. Amen. And so all we're doing is to help us, you know, ascertain rapture. Amen. And I believe that you'll be raptured. I'll be raptured. I won't just see you here. I'll also see you in heaven. We shall walk on the streets of gold and we'll be rejoicing and be rejoicing and be rejoicing. This is not our final destination. This is just 
preparatory grounds. Amen. Hallelujah. So tonight we want to pray. And uh, before we do the prayer, I want you to understand that there is nothing like being in the presence of God. Hallelujah. And um, you are going to go back home more revived than ever before. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise the name of the Lord. Can I see somebody's hand in the air? Amen. Can I see those hands? You want to put those hands together with a shout of victory? Yeah, with a shout of victory. Hallelujah. Can we do something? Let's do one song and then come back. Let me see if we can make some headway. Amen. Woman, are you ready? You move mountains. You cause walls to fall. With your, your power. Mm, you perform miracles. There is nothing that is impossible. And we stand in here only because you made you move mountains. Na na You cause walls to fall with your power. Perform me, Rakels. There is nothing that's impossible. And we stand in Some vice that is possible, and, and we stand in. Oh, you move mountains, you move mountains. Oh, you cross the wall with your power, with your power. Perform me. Oh, there is nothing, there is nothing. That is possible, and we stand in here. Oh, and we stand in here, and we stand in here. Oh, and we stand in here, and we stand in here. Only because you made. Backs were against the wall, and it looked as if it was over. You made a way, oh, and we stand in here only because, oh, you made a way, so you. As if it was over, you made a way. Oh, and we stand in here only because, 
say you move mountains. You cross the walls too far with your power. Perform miracles. Oh, there is nothing, there is nothing that's impossible. Oh, we're standing here. We're standing here. Hey, you move mountains. You move mountains. You cause walls to fall with your power. With your power, you perform miracles. Oh, there is nothing that's impossible, and we stand in here only because say you move mountains, you move mountains, you cause the walls to fall with your power, you perform miracles, perform me. But you did it, you made. Don't know how, don't know how you made a way. Said I don't know how. You made a way. Said I don't know how, don't know how you made a way. Don't know how. Oh, but you made a way. Said I don't. hallelujah let's do a scripture Genesis 28 and I read from verse 10 now Jacob left Beersheba never to see his mother again and traveled toward Haran and he came to a certain place and stayed over night or all night there because the sun had set 
taking one of the stones of the place and he put it under his head and lay down there to sleep. He dreamed that there was a ladder stairway placed on the earth and the top of it reached out of sight toward heaven. And he saw angels of God ascending and descending on it, going to and from heaven. And behold, the Lord stood above and around him and said, I am the Lord, the God of Abraham, your father's father, and the father and the God of Isaac, I will give to you and to your descendants the land of promise and on which ye are laying. Your descendants shall be as countless as the dust of the earth, and you shall spread abroad to the west and the east and the north and the south, and all the families and nations of the earth shall be blessed through you and your descendants. Verse 15, and behold, I am with you, and I will keep you and carefully watch over you and guide you, you wherever you, you may go, and I will bring you back to this place as a, prom as a promised land, and I will not leave you until I have done what I have promised you. 16, and Jacob woke up from his sleep, and he said, without any doubt, the Lord is in this place, and I did not realize it. So he was afraid and said, how fearful or dreadful, awesome is this place. This is none other than the house of God, and this is the gateway to heaven. Hallelujah. So Jacob got up early in the morning and took the stones he had put under his head and set it up as a pillar. That is a monument to the vision in his dream. And he poured olive oil on top of it to consecrate it. 19. And he named that place Bethel, the house of God. And previous, the name of the city was Luz or Ammon Tree. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Today is a very interesting night or evening. Um, God has broken the iron gates. The gate is open. We've been ushered into our glorious moment or the city where we've seen the glory. We have come through and broken through the obstacles. We've experienced a lot of God's goodness through the ministration of his power. We have also seen much of his goodies being lavished on us. We have seen an encounter with heaven. And we have also experienced the encounter for change. And several blessings through the power of his word and ministration. We have prayed and seen the second phase. We have dealt with every form of setback emotionally, psychologically, especially that which is connected with the bloodline in the area of deeds. For example, pain, hurt, bitterness, unforgiveness, etc. And slowly and gradually we have come this far and on this altitude. What God wants us to understand tonight is that 
the gate of heaven must be open unto somebody here. It is the gate of heaven that brings the ascension and the descension of the two and flow blessings of the Lord. You need an angel. You need a participation of the ministering spirit, their involvement to be able to carry news and to be able to bring you news. And this only happens when there is mediation or there is intercession, there is prayer ongoing. And anytime we pray, the angels of God who are at our disposal as our errand boys, angels are our, our errand boys. We don't worship angels. We don't serve angels. Angels are at our disposal. They are at our beg and call. And they actually adhere to our instructions. And so when you pray, an angel stands by you. An angel takes your petition or your prayer and sends it. And the same angel runs to and flow and sends you back an answer or a report as desired and as expected. Hallelujah. Now, in the case of Jacob here, Jacob has left his father or parents from, um, from, from, from Haran, the Bible tells us, and has traveled uh, from Bathsheba to Haran, I beg your pardon, and then went all the way, the Bible said, and he left his parents, and he laid on the stone and all night because it was late. And in his dream, he saw angels ascending and descending. And when he woke up, he knew that this is none other place than the gate of heaven. And quickly, he went into a covenant and he poured oil and made a monument there. And if you read verse number 20, he said, if you take me in and you bring me back to this place again, whatever I shall acquire or be gotten, I'll give you one-tenth of it. That is a serious man who understands covenant. Tonight, we want to pray and unlock the heavens. We want to do something about the heavens. We want to unlock certain things. And then after, we'll go into a deep revelation about why you need a prophetic in this time of the season or the year or this time of your life. Hallelujah. Amen. Is it clear now? Can we give God a hand tonight? Just put your hands together for Jesus. So Jacob left Bathsheba. He went to Haran. And that is the whole thing here. We are praying this night and yesterday we dealt with the morning. We closed satanic doors and then we dealt with the good news of the morning or the good news of the day. And I did make emphasis or laid emphasis categorically that it is the breaking of the day that breaks the news. And if the breaking of the day breaks the news, then the news must be broken according to your expectation and according to your desire. And that is why you and I need to infuse certain things into the midnight or into the night so that it will fall in place accordingly and according to our expectation. So the day does not break to you wrongly or badly or affecting you, but the day breaks in your favor and to your total satisfaction. Amen. And so... This happened in the night. In the morning, he woke up. And after he got up from his sleep or in his dream, he saw angels were descending, ascending and descending. And he could tell that this is no other place. How can a man lay on a stone and still see heaven? You are here tonight. You are watching us tonight far and near. Your situation may look like a stone. 
But in that situation, there must be a connecting factor that brings the heavens to your home and brings the heavens to your marriage, to your children, to your business, to your spiritual life. Until the heavens comes down. And Mary said that, how possible? How can the heavens come to me? How can God visit somebody like me? And he said that, and how can this be? And he said that the power of the Most High shall come and overshadow you. Mary was a nobody. Joseph was a nobody. But the visitation of heaven that came upon Mary and unto Mary transformed the story of Mary. An ordinary carpenter man or carpenter became a man whom through God visited and gave a son and through the son you and I are saved this day. It tells you that when the heavens are open, good things happen to us. When the heavens are open, good things happen to us. When the heavens are open, what looks unexpected can be expected. Hallelujah. And that is why you need open heavens. And Ezekiel said that, and I was praying, or I was by the river Keba, according to Ezekiel chapter number one, and one to three, and he said, amongst them the heavens were open, and I saw visions of God. Then the hand of the Lord came upon me, or the word of the Lord came expressly. Then the hand of the Lord came upon me. So you need an express word. You need the hand of the Lord because there is an open heaven. When the heavens are open, things happen. But there is a gate that must access you to heaven. This gate is very important. And until the gate are, this gate is open, you cannot see these angels coming to you or this ministering spirit looking into your direction. And he said, and I saw angels and they were moving to and fro and I knew that this is no other place than the gate of heaven. Why the gate of heaven? That was the ushering point that took Jacob into the land that Jacob got the blessings that changed his name from Jacob to become Israel. There is a point you have got into. You've come to a crossroad, a point in life Every individual, one way or the other, gets to a crossroad, gets to a T-junction. When you get to a T-junction, it's either you are going forward or you are going to the left or you are going to the right. You should be able to negotiate. Life is about twist and turn. It's either you are making a negotiation or you are making a headway or you are making a reverse. I don't think you are here to make a reverse. I don't think you are in life to make a reverse. You cannot make a reverse. You must either go forward or branch somewhere. It is all determined by the access route and to Tonight, God is giving you that access. He's giving you that access. Hallelujah. And in your prayer, it's going to open the gates. Don't forget, we started with the opening gate. And the gates are open. That gate was open. And an angel. So I'm start, I started with an angel. I'm ending with an angel. An angel came. And the angel led Peter out of that strong gate. And led Peter to the city. Tonight, we are ending with an angel who this angel must also descend through the gate and bring you some good news. Say the angel. Say the angel of good news. Say the angel of good news. For those who were present yesterday, you remember that all that the church was expecting, they were expecting an angel and nothing else. So even when they, they were told it was Peter, they said, no, this is not Peter. It's an angel. Because they believe that the intervention must only be Peter, must be an angel and not Peter for that matter, even though they were praying for Peter. 
Now, having understood this, you know, narrative or um, um, clear, meaningful explanation I've given you, I believe you can pray now. There is a gate that is in heaven that must release your angel as we prayed the other day, but this time to bring you that good news. Now, throughout history, God have used angels to proclaim his agenda and to affirm his agenda and to make his agenda or purpose credible and well structured and manifested. And we saw it through Mary and Joseph. We saw it through Elizabeth and Zachariah. And we saw it through Daniel. And throughout history, every man or woman has been sent to, I mean, to him or her by an angel. And these angels are ministering spirit. But the man laid on the stone, and as he laid on the stone, he saw angels that were moving to and fro. And he could tell that this is no other place. It was the border, the gate to heaven. As you pray tonight, let a gate that will connect you to heaven be open. Let a gate that will connect answers to you be open. Now, lastly, why Jacob found himself there? Jacob was torn between two opinions. He was actually being pursued by his brother. He was frustrated. He was confused. He didn't know what to do next. That encounter determined the success and the failure of Jacob. So when Jacob woke up from sleep, the first thing he did, was to pick that stone. And then he poured oil and entered into a covenant with God and said, Father, if you take me to where I am heading and you bring me back to this place again, whatever I will acquire, I will give you one thing. I have come to believe and to understand that genuine people who understand the dealings of God, they give tithe without questioning. Nobody asks them to pay tithe. They understand the meaningfulness or the revelation of tithing. Now here, no one told Jacob to pay tithe. Jacob, because he was in the loins of the father, the grandfather, because Abraham paid tithe to Melchizedek. And Levi, fourth generation, paid tithe. Levi came out of the tribe of Jacob, or the, the, I mean Jacob's loins. So if you look at Abraham, you look at Isaac, you look at Jacob, and then Levi being the fourth generation, even paid tithe. How did they pay tithe? There was something that had happened, and that which happened actually released and led them to do these things without questioning and without having any ambiguity. There's so much ambiguity all over the place. So much of ambiguous way of doing things because we don't even understand it. But when the spirit of the Lord dawns on you, and you understand it, you'll be like Jacob, that you you go into covenant with God. And when you go into covenant with God, you don't need any man to come and question you. Have you honored your covenant? Praise the Lord. Is it clear now? Say tonight, say I open my gate of heaven. Say I pray for the opening gate of heaven. If Jacob could lay on a stone and still can access heaven, then the man was on the right path. If Jacob could sleep on a stone, he was not sleeping on the best water bed or best golden bed, but he slept on a stone, lay on a stone, and could still see heaven open. May tonight be the turning point of every stone in your life. Of every stone in your life. Of every headache in your life. That every difficulty in your life, uh, there shall be an open heaven. 
Hallelujah. From what I am seeing right now, the unction at work tonight will turn your sleeping place and your dwelling place to be a connecting place to God. It will turn where you are into a monumental place that you can feel and you can experience God. He said, God was here and I did not know. I never realized it. May it be that after you live here, the same house, the same office, the same marriage, the same situation, God will show up. The Bible said, and Peter, when he got out of the gate, he was settled. He was astonished. And he looked to the left and he looked to the right. He was so amazed that he thought he was dreaming. I started with that and I'm ending with that. Now in this case, uh, Jacob also woke up and after his sleeper, he knew that this is no other place than the gate of heaven. Look at the statistics here. Put the two together. Then you will understand that God has something. If we started with gates and we are ending with gates, it means some possibilities. Something is about to happen. The impossible has given way to the keys of David to access doors and gates and to make things possible. Because where the spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. After this ocean, certain doors, certain gates that have been difficult will make way, will give way, will surrender because the spirit, the presence of God will make the impossible possible. And he laid on a stone, but he could still assess God. It doesn't matter where you dwell, it doesn't matter what you are involved, it doesn't matter who is fighting you. I prophesy to you that after. After tonight uh, and after this meeting uh, and from tomorrow and henceforth, uh, you will assess your data uh, of heaven. Uh, you will see angels descending uh, and angels ascending. Uh, there shall be ascension and descension uh, of ministry spirits uh, that locates you uh, and brings you good tidings. How can a man who is pursued Jacob took a trip. He made a trip he had not planned. It was an unplanned trip. Look at me, everybody. There are things that are happening to you. You never planned for it. The trip Jacob made was not a planned trip. That trip was a trip out of fear and out of, out of caution. So he left his father's house. Was he had not planned, he left his mother's house, he had not planned it. Circumstances actually moved him from his nativity to go to his uncle's place so that you go and live there. And the purpose of going there, as he was told, it was to go and find a wife. Now, a man living, a man being changed from his home and was going to find a suitor or a, a, a partner only lay on the stone and the heavens opens and the heavens that opens he could hear angels ministering to him he wakes up and the next thing he did was to head 
towards his destination. He goes and works and works for 20 years and it looks like nothing works for him. But just after that service, he comes to a place and encounter his destiny and his name was changed from Jacob to Israel and the man began to break her and the man began to succeed. What a God, what a mighty God that makes a way, that makes the impossible possible. Tonight as you open your mouth and you cry to heaven, may there be a visitation. Let there be a visitation in every situation you find yourself. Say, I receive visitation. Raise your hands. Raise your hands. Clap your hands. Begin to pray. Charge up. Charge up. Connect it now. Just pray. Open your mouth. Pray. Charge up. 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 There must be a visitation. 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 If you have encountered something for a changer, there must be a visitation. Each character experience a visitation. Experience something, uh, something unique, something transformational. Lea Duna Biata, Lea Bako Zokata, Nagato Leata, Leon Dolia Cabasa, Radu in the Keto, Zendiata Capa, Lea Bande Keliata, Rada Badiata, Rada Deatabaha, Rada Ideata, Rada Ideata, Rada Ideata, Rada Ideata, Rada Ideata. Rada Ideata, 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 Zada Matayata, Ladabada Bada Kapa, Zibele Butanabata, Nagabada Napa, Zapa de Decate, Redomia da Labata, Badala. Rabadu 
In his confusion, the Lord stole heaven. In his frustration, the Lord came down. In his confusion, at that crossroad, the gate was open. Why the gate open? And just the center. And just a center. And just the center. Just a sera, mata bada yata, yada yota yata, zade dada diata, rado ade abata, le abado liata, rade ebe tete, zade le abata, le ba ata yata, le ba de abata, raba ota diapa, zade kota, le de kodi yata, rado tini yata, zade tete yata, re abadi yata, yida do ata. in the name of Jesus. As the prayer was going on, the Spirit of the Lord opened my eye. And I saw 
the experience of Peter. Peter's experience from the narrative of the church or the people that were praying at John Mark's mother's house. We are told that they were expecting an angel to show up and not Peter. I ask a simple question. What would the angel come and do to them or for them? If somebody come home, I want you to come home. Tell your neighbor, come home. A man is shut in prison. If you have lost something or you are in need of something, why do you pray for an angel to show up? Is the angel the answer? You are saying no. Okay. Watch this. They were praying, but they were not seeing what they were praying for. So, what I call dimensional prayer. What they were doing, they were praying for an angel. You see, they, they, they missed something. They were rather praying for God to deliver Peter. But the deliverance of Peter could only come through or come by an angel. And when the angel does his business or job, that ends it. What they should be expecting was the angel to go and deliver Peter and bring Peter to them. Now, it was in the opposite. They were now expecting that Peter should go and bring the angel. So, they were not ready for Peter. They were ready for an angel. Don't go too far. Stay there. They said, this can't be Peter. This is an angel. Ask your neighbor, is your expectation what you are in need of or what must bring the answer? Ask your neighbor. Ask your neighbor. Ask your friend. It could be your spouse. Or ask yourself if you're alone watching us. No, I want you to walk to somebody or ask someone. You can even do a sign. Ask the person. Look, look at this. Please look at this. Don't go too far. Stay there. Stay there. Stay there. It's a prophetic service. It's a prophetic service. I'll come back to certain nitty-gritty. It's like you are carrying a pregnancy. And let's say before we got to where we've gotten to scientifically or technologically, there was no way you could tell the sex of your child. Uh, you, whether you like it or agree or no, whatever. You will see it when it comes. There was nothing like scan. For those who can't afford scan, even when the scan came, for those who can't afford, they couldn't tell the sex of their baby. Would you ignore the baby because it was not the type of sex you were expecting? The place is quiet. 
It's like you put to bed and because you were looking for a particular sex, you said, leave it. All you need or was needed was what? I can't hear you. Are you here at all? Sometimes over specific misses the target. Say over specific misses the target. In the case, very synonymous, in the case of Jacob, he was running from his brother. Then he barged into the toilet or at the toilet. He lays on a stone and surprisingly heaven opens. Then angels were running to and fro. I see it was a shift system. To and fro. And he said, this is no other place than the gate of heaven. Whilst the prayer was going on, I saw that for some of you, there is a strong resistance not for you to receive a word from God. What do I mean? There is a resistance that will not allow that entrance or that gate of accessibility so that a word or a prophecy or a word can come to you. We want to take it again. You'll you get it deeper. Amen. Look at those two scriptures again. As 12 and Genesis 28. We are doing it for the last time. And then I will be moving into the second and third phase of the service. Amen. They have prayed for the release of Peter. Peter is released. He stands at the door or the gate and kept knocking. And the gate was open. Rhoda found Peter and says his Peter. They said, you are mad. Why was he, she mad? She was mad because they termed her as, some, as a lunatic because the expectation was not to see Peter but was to see an angel. In the case of Jacob, Jacob was heading towards a place where the anchor was to Pandaram. And then an angel visits him. But the heavens were open first. Then he saw the angel. Certain things can only come to you when there is an opening. The gates are opened. But there is certain or there are certain information that can only reach you and come to you unhindered when your gate of heaven. In the case of Peter, it was the gate that leads to the city. In the case of Jacob, it was the gate to heaven. So each one of us have gotten to a place, a particular or a certain gate. That's all I'm saying. That is all. And that would determine 
your demeanor. It will determine how you will enter 2021. Take it from me. Amen. So he said, when Jacob knew this was no other place but the gate of heaven, what Jacob did was to secure that gate. How he got the oil, I don't know. It means the man was well armed. And the man was well resourced with spiritual things, knowing the journey he was embarking on. So by the time he was disembarking, Jacob was a different person. By the time Jacob has disembarked, Jacob disembarked not with Jacob, but with Israel. How would you disembark on this journey? How would you disembark? How would you disembark? How you start is not as important as how you end it. I've heard people say, you have kept the faith, you have kept the attitude. And you have kept the consistency. You have kept discipline. And you know why? It is because every other day must be a challenge for what I am expecting tomorrow. So Jacob immediately saw the gate open. And he knew this was heaven. He entered into covenant with heaven. May God open your eyes tonight. That you will not miss your heaven contact. Do you know why Elijah will not leave Elijah alone? He said, you, till you die. That Elijah said to Elijah, if you are really serious for this business, then the day I go, you will get it. He said, I can wait till you die. When people come to a place of knowing what they can get, nothing moves them and nothing shifts them. I pray tonight that in your last prayer, you will engage heaven and you will understand the border and the, and the place you have got into. Some of us are where we are today because we refuse to be attracted by temperate things. Say temperate things. I don't believe in temperate things. As a young man, even when I was working, I never believed to be a casual. Because casual workers, they could be lay you off at any time. Permanent workers have certain incentives. And when contract or the job is over, you earn some benefits. Casual workers, no benefit. Raise your hands. Raise your hands. That's why you can't have casual sex. Casual marriage. Casual business. You are going nowhere. Tell your neighbor, you are going nowhere. Every casual sex has casual end. Casual relationship, casual end. If you have if anything you do casual, you end it casual. And you end up becoming a casualty. Say casual to casualty. That's you go and do definition, do Greek, Latin, and then you break the etymology, you understand where these words are coming from. Casual. Casual. Casualty. Casualty. You understand? Raise your hands. Say tonight. Peter got to the last gate and it led Peter to the city. Jacob took God to a gate that opened unto him and he will labor for 20 years. It, no matter how Laban cheated him, he succeeded. No matter how the trister is anchored, fought him for 20 years, he succeeded. 
there is a gate. There is an opening. When that opening comes your way, when God opens your heaven and you hit your place of double blessings, it doesn't matter the witch in your father's house. It doesn't matter the wizards. They may come in one way, but flee in seven ways. It does not matter. Those who conspire in the office, conspire in the church, conspire in the bedroom, conspire on the highways, conspire on the byways, conspire within and without. No weapon forward of fashion against you shall prosper. Every tongue shall condemn. When they rise in one way, when they come in one way, they shall fall in seven ways. You are the apple of God's eye. You are untouchable. You shall live and not die, but live to declare the words of God. You and the people God has given her. You are for signs and for wonders. You shall you shall live and not die. And the people God has given her. You are for signs and for wonders. No pursuit of Esau can terrorize and can disorganize you. No. I said 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 no. That is why yesterday I made that shut satanic doors and gates. Praise the Lord. Raise your hands. Raise your hands. Raise your hands. Keep it in the sky for a moment. Keep it, keep it in the air. You keep it in the air. Keep it very focused. Be focused. Be focused. These are not ordinary prayers. You think you are just praying. You are not praying. You are enacting laws. You are enacting laws in the realm of the spirit. You are establishing covenants and you are establishing what I call. You are establishing codes, decrees. I feel focus. Just focus. Focus. Yesterday I said cash. Check. God now is saying cash is also coming. We are getting there. Say, Father, if an enemy can chase Jacob and make him successful, whoever is chasing me, whatever is chasing after me, whatever is fighting me, let it lead me to my gate of heaven. Hey! Hey! Ah, you You are not there. Hey! Say, if Esau pursued Jacob and it ended well with him, let whatever is pursuing me, because I am for God, let me end well. Let it end well. Because God is for me. Whoever is pursuing me, whatever has pursued me, since I was a clot of blood and since I set on this journey as a Christian, Whatever has fought me and continue to fight me, let it work out for my good, for my betterment. Let it bring me my joy and satisfaction. Jacob ended well. I want to end well. No matter their criminal, no matter the antagonist, no matter the hatred, no matter the infighter, no matter the witchery, let it end well. Let it lead me to my gate of heaven. Let my heaven 
open uh, open uh, let my gates uh, open uh, let the gate uh, of visitation uh, be open Keep those hands, keep those hands. Higher, keep it higher, keep it higher. Keep it higher, keep it higher, keep it higher. Whatever the spirit tells you, do it all. Whatever the spirit tells you, do it. You see, if you're a minister of God, the spirit of God cannot control or influence you are on your own. And when you are on your own, when you finish ministry, you realize that you spoke your head and not the spirit. And that is why you can minister and you feel you have ministered, you didn't make an impact. When he woke up, he said, this is the gate of heaven. This is the stairway. This is the gateway to heaven. Okay. Let's do a little grammar. The word heaven simply means bliss. Say bliss. Paradise. Place of what? Comfort. Did I, did I, did I nail the thing? So when they, somebody says, I am in heaven, what does it mean? I'm in a place of what? Bliss. Place of what? Of what? Comfort. So, let my gate of comfort open. Ah. Because he was in a state of discomfort. If you like, try it. Lay on this carpet. Or go out there and put a stone. Even this chest with some foam or cushion. You will wake up tomorrow morning and you realize that it's like you've been beaten and you've been given some serious whips. But he walked up. He got up from laying on that stone and his destiny turned around. His ministry turned around. Statistically, things worked out. As you pray for the last time, if the gates are opened, let it bring you comfort. Let it bring you comfort. Let it bring you comfort. He said, I will not leave you comfortless, but I will send you the comforter. Hey, let the comforter come. Let the comfort come. Let the comforter come. Let the comfort come. Pay attention here, please. Pay attention here. It's very important. Anything is possible under this unction. Under this unction. Say, I claim. Say, I receive my comfort. Look, all about, life is all about comfort. Do you know why you, you want to change your car? Why do you want to change your car? Do you know why sometimes you want to change your, even your spouse? Hello? You laugh. Why sometimes people want to change their spouse or spouses? It's because they're not comfortable. Don't give me that look. You are pretending as righteous and holy, but you know yourself. Charlie, I think I want to change the things more. In your subconscious mind, you have changed the woman, the man already. But on paper, you are still married. Hello? I'm, I'm serious. Now, I'm speaking what I'm telling you. You see, you can get people to tell you. I'm telling you. I'm telling you the gospel. The gospel means good news. I'm telling you the good news. Look. I am not comfortable with my wife again. I am not comfortable with my job. You change job. Why do you change job? 
Either the fringe benefit or the salary is not good. So you change it for a comfortable one. So what stops somebody also in another? Okay, I stop. Even in church, people are traversing from one ministry to the other. All because of what? I am not comfortable there. The pastor doesn't like me. Osha doesn't like me. I saw no You see, all you are saying is that you are not getting the kind of comfort in the church. So you go around like uh, some bee looking for a nectar for comfort. So you keep flying horizontal, vertical, 80 degrees, 90, 180. Hey, and then you move to about 240, 260, and then to 360. And when you finally find comfort, you say, this is my last stop. After two, three years, five years, if the comfort is shrinking, he said, I want to change Bitaban. I think this house is not good for me. I heard. You know why you change your car every four or five years? Even nobody is telling the car is outmoded. Subconsciously, your mind tells you that the car is old. He tells you that the rings are old. The, everything is baby. Now I want the latest. And you know what it means? It means that even in relationship, if God doesn't help you, you will look for a new one to change the old one. Because you find some newest one springing up and everything you see about them looks garnishing and different. And you realize that this one looks fresher than that one. So men are looking for fresher ones. Ladies are looking for fresher ones. Husbands are looking for fresher ones. Wives are, don't give me that look. And, and wives are looking and ladies, everybody. And people are, are, are claiming people, claiming people's spouses. Because you realize that Charlie, this one is more juicy than mine. That is why you can find people. Do you know why? We, 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 you know, all those things happen. It's because when you are in it, you realize that, Charlie, your garden is getting dry. And this one looks very fresh. That is why you find people who tell the pastor, Pastor, won't you organize a revival? He's telling, Pastor, won't you do something, do some program? Now, it is the people that are controlling the church. He's telling you that if you don't make things a bit fresher and a bit comfortable, Charlie, we could disappear. We could leave you. May this comfort not only reside in your emotions, not only reside in your subconscious mind, but may God give you a, an all-round comfort. A 360 degree comfort. A comfort by the comforter. Say a comfort by the comforter. Say Lord, I need your comfort. You said you send me the comforter. Let the comforter comfort me here. Comfort me here. Pray on somebody for the comforter. For the last time. The gate of comfort. Let the gate of comfort. Ye tandere beka ba ya bakabo ye dere bataba ye katandara bakaba let there be some comforter. Let there be some comforter. Let there be some comforter. Madagadagadagadagata. Legata. 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 
If Jacob was comfortable at the super, he will now move to Haram. If Jacob was comfortable at Haram, he will move back to Israel. Command the comfort. Command the comfort for the last time. Command the comfort in that officer. Command the comfort in that relationship. Command the comfort in that theater. Command the comfort in that house. Command the comfort. Command the comfort. Unfold it. Lose it. Untight. And Jesus said, I will not leave you comfortless, but I'll send the Holy Ghost and he will comfort you. 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 Let the comfort occur. 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 Comfort her. 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 We are moving from this comfort to comfort 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 The Holy Ghost The Holy Ghost The Comfort The Holy Ghost The Teacher The Mediator The Intercessor The Comfort it's a prophetic 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 Release your comfort God change the discomfort. 
of Jacob. He will send you the comforter. I will send you the comforter. The Holy Ghost. The Holy Ghost. The Holy Ghost. Reviver, 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 the comforter, the comforter, the comforter, the comforter, reviver, let the Holy Ghost, let the Holy Ghost, let the Holy Ghost, let him comfort, 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 and I'll send the comfort. Release your comfort. Release your comfort. There was so much comfort. So much comfort. This is no other place than the gate of heaven. For the last time, clap your hands and release your comfort. Clap your hands and release your comfort. Unlock the comfort. Unlock the comfort. Release the comfort. Unlock the comfort. Yeah, 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 yeah
In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Come on, put your hands together for the king. Oh, hallelujah. Do you feel the comfort of the spirit? Hallelujah. Even the clothes you are wearing, if you are not comfortable, you remove it, you change it, and you wear more comfortable clothes. Same is applicable with your footwear. If you live in a place, if you are into something and you are not comfortable, that is it. And sometimes we talk to people and, and I don't like the, the I, I don't like, I'm not comfortable with him. And because you are not comfortable with something, you desist, you, you restrain yourself, you move away, you detach yourself. May you find comfort after this service. Hallelujah. And Bathsheba comforted David. David comforted Bathsheba. David comforted Bathsheba. Bathsheba comforted David. And then the Lord gave them another son. Praise the Lord. May the Holy Ghost comfort you. He said, I will not leave you comfortless, but I will send the Holy Spirit. The comforter. And he, when he comes, he will comfort you. He will teach you. He will strengthen you. He's a strengthener. He's the mediator. He's the intercessor. He's the comforter. He's all in all. May this revival bring you comfort. May this revival bring you comfort. May this revival bring you comfort. To you and your seed. You and your progeny. You and your descendants. May this revival bring you comfort. May you know what comfort is about. When a person is comfortable in a place, he doesn't want to move out of the place. Jacob was laying on a stone. But when the gates were open and saw the angels, he said, this is a place of comfort. And so he quickly went and sealed the place with the oil. And he said, I want more of comfort like this. If you bring me back to this place, I'll bring you more offering so that I can always enjoy comfort. Peter was shut up in prison. If the prison was comfortable, Peter wouldn't have been left there. It was not comfortable. He would have been left there. But because the place was not comfortable, he was, he was detached. He was removed. And when he got to the city and he regained consciousness, he said, is it a dream? And quickly, because he had comfort, he knew where to move to. He knew where to go next. The comfort you have determines what you do next determines your associates and determine who and where you go after this place. May the Lord by his spirit grant you comfort. What we are doing is a 10 year project. Hallelujah. The Lord said that between now and 2030 
And that is the word he gave us. Unlimited blessing is not just for this year, but it's for a 10-year period. And it's going to be a period of restoration. Perhaps you have forgotten. I'm reminding you. And so everything we're doing is for a decade. The decade blessing. The decade restoration. So the joy you have, whatever you are experiencing, it must span at least for 10 years. Put your hands together for Jesus. Take your seat. Take your seat. Take your seat. Now to the climax. To 1 Corinthians chapter 14. 1 Corinthians chapter 14. I just want to do a reading and then I will proceed to the final or grand finale as we exit in the name of the Lord. I read the first 10 verses of 1 Corinthians 14. It's a pursue love. These are spiritual gifts, but especially that you may prophesy. Especially you may prophesy. Now this is where a lot of people plus church or congregants and both laity has swept the gift of prophecy or the prophetic gift under the carpet. Some are threatened by the gift. Some are uncomfortable by the gift. And some believe that people are chasing after prophecy. My dear friend, my dear brother, the reason why there are quack ones in the system is because the genuine ones are not being known or are not bringing their gifts to bear. And so the quack one will take the center stage. You didn't hear what I said? Yes. You need a prophet. The Bible says in Uzziah that by the prophet, Israel came out of Egypt and by the prophet, they were preserved. Say the prophet. Say the prophet. The prophet is the eye. The prophet sees. The prophet hears. The prophet smells. And the prophet speaks. For he who speaks in a, in a tongue does not speak to men but to God. But, to no, one, but no one understands him. However, in the spirit, he speaks mysteries. So when I start speaking in tongues, I'll be speaking mysteries. But he who prophesies speaks edification and exhortation to comfort men. So you see, I'll move and speak to this wonderful lady here and she'll be comforted. It means that without the gift of prophecy, the church is living in discomfort. Please take note of the works, the, 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 the pointers. I ended with comfort and I've started with comfort again so don't forget started with angels with gates and I've ended with gates and with angels again and then the same tangent so it says and he who prophesies speaks edification and exhortation and comfort to men he who speaks in a tongue edifies himself but he who prophesies edifies the church so when I speak in tongues now I am to myself if I don't have the gift of interpretation to interpret some of the things that goes on, the church will be in disarray. There will be confusion. But if I prophesy, or you prophesy, it will edify the whole church. Can't you be saying, so don't banish prophecy, or the gift of prophecy. Don't, don't, don't try to chase it. If you don't have it, or you are not in that office, don't feel bad. There are other areas that one may also be strong and may also be very, very endowed with. There are nine gifts. Amen. And then the nine gifts are there. And then we have the sevenfold gifts and all that, etc. The gifts and the spirit, they are without repentance. They are there. 
And so it's very important. He calls some five-fold ministry, some to be apostles, prophets, teachers, evangelists, pastors, teachers. That's a five-fold ministry, Ephesians 4, 11, 12, 13, to become to the unity of the faith or to establish the church. So that's it. And then the gifts are there in Galatians 5, 19, no, 22. The 19 talks about the, 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 the acts of the flesh. And then the 22 talks about the nine gifts of the spirit. Then 1 Corinthians 12 talks about the nine gifts for that matter. And so at least you should be able to operate in one. And that is why every church that doesn't have the five-fold ministry is a sick church. It's, it's not complete. And the church is not living in comfort, but in discomfort. But what do we see? In most cases, when these gifts are also raining high, we'll find a place to either banish or to kill it. Because for some people, or for some of you, as much as the gift is helping, I mean, helping you, you'll find a way to, to, to attack the gift. Because you feel you are being exposed. Nobody's exposing anyone. For example, if the Holy Spirit tells you, Hey, praise the Lord. That's your neighbor. Are you even being fair? This is a false balance and it's an abomination. As much as you can rejoice and triumph and celebrate all the good things that you are told and you jump around like an antelope or a kangaroo, the same way when the spirit of God cautions you, you must adhere to it. The Bible says in the book of Revelation chapter 2 and the last two verses and it says that and he that has an ear let him hear let him hear and heed to what the spirit is saying to the churches so it is the spirit that speaks to the church say amen now so i wish you all speak with tongues but even more that you prophesy so speaking in tongues shooting just ended what must be the cardinal or must sum it up all is the gift or the oil of the prophetic Say the prophetic. I can't hear. Say the prophetic. And prophetic gives this not only when you come and say, that's here's the Lord, that's here's the Lord, and I saw and I see. Sometimes there are directions that comes, and sometimes there are rebuke, and sometimes there are encouragement. It's all part of it. It comes in dimension. It may not be the former way. Sometimes it comes in the informal way. Amen. For he who prophesies is greater than he who speaks in tongues, unless indeed he interprets it. How many of us have the gift of interpretation of tongues? Not many people. And so for those who are gifted and have it, sometimes when people speak in tongues, they can interpret it. Amen. So that in the ensuing days or years, if Jesus tarries, if you see some of these things, you will not be blown or taken aback and be wondering, what is this? What is happening? Tell somebody, a womb, a womb, a womb, a womb. Amen. And then finally, he says, uh, he says, Okay, I wish that you prophet. For he who prophesies is greater than he who speaks with tongues, unless indeed he interprets that the church may receive edification. Six. Now, when if I come to you and I speak with tongues, what prophet, etc., etc., then it says that by word of knowledge. So verse, verse, verse six says the B, I shall, what shall I profit you unless I speak to you either by revelation or word of knowledge or by prophesying or by teaching, even with the things of life and then it talks about um, to know if a person comes and piped and play and the trumpet you should be able to understand the sound of it because if it doesn't come with a, uh, if the sound is uncertain 
is very, very um, um, confusing. So likewise, unless um, you utter by the tongues, where say, easy to understand, or how will it be known what is spoken? For you will be speaking into the air. Verse 10, there are, and it may be, so many kinds of languages in the world, and none of them is without significance. I want to just stop here, but it's more about the spiritual gift. Now let's get into business. Amen. Amen. So, if somebody carries the gift of prophecy, or he's a prophet, don't see him as a weird person. What did I say? Don't see him as a weird person. In the book of 1 Samuel chapter 9, when the asses of, or the donkeys of Saul was missing, or the son of Kish, Saul was missing, and he went about looking or searching for it, the Bible says, and they got to a point, or a place from verse 9, 11, the Bible says, and uh, the servant said to the, um, the master, as we say in Mexicans, the master, the boss. And he said, um, there is a prophet here. If we see the prophet or we go to see the prophet, he will tell us what has befallen or where the missing donkeys or asses are. And then the man saw, being a learned person, understood that you don't go to the prophet with your ten fingers. You know, we understand so well that you don't go to the king or the chief with your empty hand. But with the prophet, it's normal. So the man said, you don't have to go there with an empty or bare fingers. And Saul said that, but we spent all our meal or food from the vessels. It's only a silver that is left, small, a little silver. And the, pro the servant said, let's take that little silver and give it to the prophet. And he will tell us where the missing donkeys are. So it's not out of place. But because some of us have become over, not spiritual, we feel that, hey, if I go and I go with a seed or with some envelope, I am worshiping the man. He has become a deity. It's because of your ignorance. You don't know the word. You carry the Bible, but the Bible is not in you. And so you are carrying excess load. Instead of it to become more comfortable to you, it has become a burden to you. So that is the reality on the ground. And you must understand it. And you must appreciate the gift. Say the gift. Say the gift. So tonight, if you didn't learn a thing, one thing you could go home with is that we should prophesy. We should do what? That is why the prophet must know what is next. Unfortunately, because we do not agree or we do not accept the weight of this ministry, we will always tow our path when we hit the wrong path or the wrong route and things get worse or backfires. Then we come back and said. Man of God, can you pray with me? I don't know what, which kind of prayer I'm going to pray. But tonight, God is going to speak to somebody. Amen. How are you? Amen. 